Welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Burzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. Oh, wow. We are in for a treat today. We have Janine Davis. Yes, honey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Look, hey, girl. Hey. Hey. So, uh, Janine... Uh, let me tell you who Janine is just in case you don't know. So she does live in Charlotte. She's from the Carolinas originally, and she is actually um, the host of the Janine Davis show, which is heard by over a hundred thousand listeners middays mm-hmm. on um, V 101.9 WBAV yeah. FM. And it's a top rated urban adult station in Charlotte. And it's um, just, it's fun. And during the pandemic, I had a lot of fun watching you dancing during your <laughs> midday show. <laughs> hey, it's how I kept myself alive and full of life. And it was so true. It's like we were all locked down and there you were dancing away and it just really brought joy. So thank you for that. Your energy is awesome. And Janine and I have a very funny backstory about how we met yeah. originally. Right. Do you want to tell them how we well, were- you look, you came into my life. Yes. <laughs> At a time when I was thirsty. No, I'm not thirsty. We're <laughs> just wanting love. It hasn't really yeah. changed that much either. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, we, um, met and, um, I think it was Morgan at Mm -hmm. one of the TV stations. Yeah. Hey, I would love to get Janine and another person involved with Lori and to do a matchmaking session. Yeah. That's how we met. She matched me with this gentleman. He was really nice. Was really nice. Mm -hmm. Was really nice. (laughs) Yes. Well, it was a moment in time. It was a moment. You, you came to one of here's okay. So here's what happened. You came into my office with uh with Kelly and who was the other person, and we talked all about what you were looking for in someone mm-hmm. and what you both wanted out of the experience. And we decided we would set you up on a couple of dates. But what I did do is I had an event. And at that event, um, before you walked in, I met a really nice guy and I was like, I wonder if they could possibly be matched. I'd never met him before. Mm-hmm. And you walk in and you literally talk to him for the rest of the night and you were excited about it. Yes. I remember no, talking good, to you. Yes. He was a good match. It was. Yeah. So kudos yeah. to you for matching me. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It was also at a really weird time because we were just getting into the pandemic. Oh yeah. And like people were just, we weren't going out. And so right. that was an issue. We didn't, we couldn't go out because no, he didn't feel comfortable and neither did I. Yeah. So we did a lot of conversations over the phone. Mm-hmm. And then um, I just think we just eventually just, you know, simmered down. Right. But what I remember happening is he invited you to, you to like a basketball game or something. And he wanted you to meet his parents early days. Do you remember that? There was something and you were like, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. My parents. It was like, somebody. I think it, it was, was a family member. A, it was a family it. member. It was a family member. Right. He was really cool. He had a really cool job because yeah, he, he did high school students. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he had that kind of coach kind of tough yeah. guy exterior that I was so, so attracted to. So yeah. he hit the nail on the head in matching. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it was timing. Timing is everything. 
I prefer the pandemic. Well, maybe, maybe we need to circle back. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is he still here? I don't even know if he's still here. I don't, I don't know, know either. Are yeah. you uh, are you single right now? Yes, girl. Okay. All right. Still okay. single. <laughs> and you are okay. So, like, share your age. If you've been married before, if you have kids, like, share, share, share all that. Yes, my profile. I am 56. Okay. I'm 56. I know, mm-hmm. right? And no children. Okay. Married. Came close to being married once. Okay. Um, and that didn't work out. Okay. I was like, do I really want to do this with him? Mm-hmm. But anyway. Right. Um, so just, I, I'm a radio personality. I've been in the Charlotte market for over 25 years. So mm-hmm. this is clearly home. Um, mm-hmm. I love to travel. I love fashion. I love cooking. Mm-hmm. I love trying things new. And um, the last place I've been was, where did I go? I just went to DC not too long ago. Just took a quick weekend to DC. That's fun. Restaurants and just eating out, meeting new people. And so I'm still all about having fun. But I will say though, for the first time, and I don't even think I said this when we're mat- you were matching me up. Okay. I have said out loud and put it in the universe. Okay. I want to be married. Well. I want to be in a committed relationship. And I realized the first time I said that, I had never said it before. Oh, wow. Never said it. So now I'm in the committal vibes, the committal community. So okay. I'm looking for, I would like for my, I would like to have a committed relationship, okay. a companion. Leading to marriage. Yeah. Now I will say this also, like if we don't get married, mm-hmm. I think that's okay too. Like marriage isn't a deal breaker for me. Like I don't have to get okay. married. Okay. But I do want a lifelong partner. I want a best friend. That isn't my girlfriend, best friend. Exactly. <laughs> I, I hear you. And, no. but you, you had never really felt this way before. No. And that's so crazy because I'm 56. And so, you know, mm-hmm. while I was in college and so weird, I went back from my college homecoming not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I see these couples who dated when they were in college. And I was like, wow, I so didn't want to do that. And I didn't. Okay. And one guy I saw, um, he's like, you, you know, you broke my heart. Right. I said, what? 30 years ago I said what are you talking about he said yeah you you broke my heart I really liked you okay did you date him for a little while or is it it was a just something he he was you know a few moments together okay okay (laughs) but um again you know I I I enjoyed my college experience Mm -hmm. not to say I was just kind of out there right I I wasn't committed I was not and people you know knew that yeah I would talk to they understood. I was really clear. Okay. So was that through all of your twenties that you were that way? Like, ha- have you sort of been that way all along? Or do you feel mm-hmm. like there was a difference between twenties and thirties and forties? Okay. Twenties, okay. you know, just uh, non-committal. I go where I want to go. I do, I do mm-hmm. Thirties right. definitely had a couple of committed relationships. So the okay. longest relationship I've been in was six years. Okay. And that was in one in my thirties and one in my forties. Okay. So I can count on one hand the number of serious relationships I've been in. Yeah. And it's been about four. And okay. so they last and I'm in love and they're in love and, you know, timing is an issue or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have been accused of getting bored. And so I think that, and, but I also think that speaks to my level of seriousness and wanting or not wanting a commitment at that time. Okay. Now it's different. Now I'm like, okay. I really do want to commit myself to a partner and I am committed. I, I never cheated ever. Okay. While I was in those relationships, I was in, I'm a Libra. So when okay. we're in, we are all the way in. Okay. Um, and love hard. 
I love hard, not crazy hard, but I love hard. Okay. Um, and I think most women can attest to this. When we're done, we're done though. Mm. We're emotionally detached. We're like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not going to work for me. So how's dating in your fifties different? Like, what have you learned? And are, do you feel like you're looking for different things now? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I have learned that I have to stick to my guns, meaning um, what it is that you say you really want to name, don't try to s- skip around on it mm-hmm. or nudge it to the side and say, well, no, I can probably do this. No, I can't. I want a relationship. So if you're saying to me, mm-hmm. you want to just hang out, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, no, that's a no for me. I've been hanging out that's and that right. hasn't gotten me anywhere. So I, I find that I'm a lot more... Um, serious about what it is I want and then follow through in that is what it is I actually follow through I don't just say it I'm acting on it okay I've noticed um I've also noticed that I'm um I'm challenged I will say my biggest challenge is and I was thinking about this before we started talking Mm -hmm. my biggest challenge I think is me Mm -hmm. um being able to um decipher my um non-negotiables meaning okay meaning i i want to have non-negotiables obviously mm-hmm. but do i want to go so far to the left that i'm like i'm not being realistic mm. do you know what i mean i don't want it yeah. to be where um if i say well if he's gonna do what he says he's gonna do let's say he says he's gonna call me but he may not call in the hour he says he's gonna call and calls the next day is that a reason to just say it's over. I'm done. Mm. I found in talking to a lot of my friends in our fifties who are single, uh-huh. we say that a lot. We say, yeah, I can't. We say, I can't a lot. Meaning huh. we're not going to take this. We're not going to take that, but I've got to be really careful in saying that I've noticed because, you know, that's not how life, real life works. I know you can say, yeah, I don't really like a guy who, um, I don't know, has, a tendency to curse a lot right for example Mm -hmm. i mean is that realistic to just cut it off then we're not really gonna have a relationship because of that so i'm just i just gotta be more realistic and i don't feel like i am doing away with my rules Mm -hmm. um i'm just kind of softening up a little bit i think okay allowing a little more grace does that make sense to you it does Um, balance it a little bit more as opposed to saying, this is out of the question, forget it. It's not going to happen. Well, I agree with you. And then, so the, here's the difference. Cursing to me is different from somebody saying that they're going to do something and not following through, like calling you because that shows they're not really thinking about you. And if you're looking for a future mate that is thinking about you, which is what you deserve, yeah. them saying, yeah, I'll call you later. And then not doing it. It's kind of like, I get that. It's like, right. cut- Cut and go. Yeah. And if it happens multiple times, how does it make you feel? It's done. It's yeah. Done. That, that could be done. The cursing thing is something they need to work on. It's like, right. if you say, you know, Han, I, I really don't want to hear you cursing and you know, they, 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 they slow down on it and, but they don't cease completely. That's, it is hard to stop doing an action that you have done like your whole life. Your whole life. 
Mm-hmm. As opposed to like smoking or something like that, where it's like a clear deal breaker for many. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, right. That's just done. Right. Um, what about things like physicality? Are you finding that you're still like looking for the tall guy or looking for yeah. the muscles or like how how does that play in? <laughs> <laughs> um, attraction mm-hmm. doesn't have to just be physical. I've learned that. Okay. Um, a lot of it for me now is, and they they don't have to be six two, six five, six whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the chemistry is right, mm-hmm. if he's making me feel secure and protected. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, it's sexy. I mean, sex appeal is a lot. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that necess- isn't necessarily just how you look. It's just your whole vibe. It's your energy. It's your confidence. Yeah. Um, our conversations, it is some of the things that you do in the middle of the day, like getting a text and saying, good morning, gorgeous, or mm-hmm. I was just thinking about you or, so all those things make you sexy, sexy and, and mm-hmm. look good. Even if you are, you know, five, nine. So, which by the way is the average height of an American man just saying oh, oh sorry and you're so, like what yeah, five three how tall are you yeah I'm five I'm five four actually okay you're tiny yeah five, I mean you're tiny yeah. also in stature I mean you're you're a very slender you know you're a co- very compact I'm person compact. <laughs> just put you in a pocket <laughs> and go compact <laughs> tiny I like that I'll take yeah. it yeah. So, I mean, really a guy who's five, nine to your five, six, whatever. I mean, I know. I mean, that, that, listen, I've dated five, nine guys before. Yeah. I have not. I always, okay. I do always date the six twos, but I do have, I've had a lot of six twos and six threes. Well, it's funny because the guy that you met through me was, was a very tall man. Yes. Yeah, yeah he was. He had a broad was like, and shoulders. Yeah, he did. He did. I am attracted to that. I just have to be honest. Right. But sometimes we're attracted to people. Yeah. Like you said before that you wouldn't expect it. Like maybe he is following through with calling you every day and maybe he is thinking about you and maybe he does stop the cursing and it's like, oh, well, he's not exactly my physical type, but I like that he's taking direction and he's following through and it appears that he's treating me well. I mean, all of that is so important. That's so crucial. Treating Mm -hmm. well and knowing that you deserve the best. You deserve to, Mm -hmm. I deserve to be treated well, period. 100%. 100%. No about it. So I think but, when you feel that way too, you exude that. So. 100%. Now, do you and your girlfriends just sit around and talk about lack of men and what everyone's doing? Or like, is there, do you find that there's like a lot of negative talking going on around the single I, people that you know, or? Not a lot, but okay. we do talk about it for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we just had that trip to DC where girlfriends, yeah. all of us, Okay. And that evening, we, instead of going out, we sat around in the condo uh-huh. and we had drinks and, you know, apps and that kind of thing. And we sure. were talking about relationships because yeah. half of the girls in our group of six of us, mm-hmm. half of them are married mm-hmm. with kids mm-hmm. through them. And then the other one of ones of us are not. One okay. actually has been married and now is divorced. Okay. So they were talking about, um, they, the married women, were just talking mm-hmm. about what life is like being married. Mm-hmm. One friend is like, well, it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, just get you a good friend, girl. <laughs> <laughs> get you a good companion. Someone who's going to treat you right. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about picking up all their dirty clothes and, you know, always having to pump them up. And right. she feels, I feel from her, like, she feels like she got cheated somehow. Like, what she got mm-hmm. before she got married totally changed once she got married. Uh, I think that's where she is. So I'm like, okay. okay. And then the other girlfriend who was recently divorced, 
he really did do a 360. He just, he got angry and mean and mm. horrible. He was so much in love with her and I don't understand what happened. Okay. So the, everybody has that horror story. They, they did at least. So mm-hmm. finally I asked the question, I said, well, what are the pluses in marriage? Like why right. should I bother to get married? So yeah. the married friend of mine, she said, there are a lot of pluses. It's like, yeah. you know, we talk about nothing sometimes and it's perfectly fine. Sometimes yeah. they will drive out and um, go to the mall parking lot and people watch. Oh, <laughs> they're doing it so together. She knows him. He knows her. She said, my husband doesn't like to go out. This trip right here would drive him crazy. But he's like, do what you want to do that makes you happy. Right. So they know each other and they know how to appreciate each other and the differences. So having those conversations, it wasn't all negative, but I had to shine some light on marriage. I'm like, mm-hmm. why would I get married then? But it is about having that companion and it is about having someone you know has your back mm-hmm. and that you want to build a life with. So now exactly. that, you know, they've already gotten their dream home and their kids are out of college or finishing up college. So they're just planning the rest of their lives together. So that's the exciting mm-hmm. part for me. And they help each other. Yeah. So, yeah, we talk about it. It has ups and downs, but mm-hmm. I don't like to dwell on the negative, though. No, you're not that person. I'm getting stories. Oh my God. I'm like, why would I want to get married? How how are you meeting people right now? I know. That's a good question. <laughs> um, mostly out when I'm not expecting it. Like okay. I'm trying to think, like when I went back to my homecoming, but these are old boyfriends. I'm like, listen, that was 30 years ago. <laughs> Different now. I don't want to date you now. <laughs> So um, different places, like um, I met this guy, um, grocery store. Did um, he talk to you first or did you approach him? They are, so when you meet first. somebody like that, mm-hmm. that is so outgoing and approaches you in public places, doesn't it make you think he must do this all the time? And if I was dating him, you know, it, like a very extroverted person, it takes a very extroverted person to do something like that. Very, very confident. Yeah. So isn't there a part of you that's like not trusting? Yeah, I'm not taking them seriously. I never said that. You asked me how did I meet them. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not going out with them. I'm just right. saying I meet them. Okay, oh, got yeah. it, got it. But just you know what I mean. Point, I'd be right? like, eh, I so, so extra. You, you, I make a joke yeah, out of it yeah. though. I'm like, wow, yeah. I love that line. Or yeah, so bold. Yeah. I was standing in the CVS line at the pharmacy picking up right. a prescription. Right. Guy, I remember his name was Russell. Uh-huh. so anyway <laughs> he was like oh my god you are absolutely beautiful and I said okay Russell I didn't say Russell I didn't know his name Tom <laughs> and I said thank you as I continue to look for my vitamin D right why are you talking to me right now I'm looking for vitamins and so um he was he just went on and on and on and on and he said so what about dinner sometime I said well what about it <laughs> We just laughed, ah, 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 ah. and so I'm kind of embarrassed because people were in line, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You know, I'm not going out with you, though, right?" I didn't say that, but my attitude, right. yeah, this is cute, but yeah, no, right, right. Philly, he was telling me all about himself, and so he's like, "Where are you from?" I live here. Okay, so it's, we were actually having a conversation, but I clearly was not interested. Yeah. He's an older guy. He was just okay. very flirty. It was yeah. just entertaining, actually. Okay, yeah. Um, but far as far as meeting guys that I would seriously consider, I will tell you in my building. Okay. Two of them. One of them was on my floor. Oh. And I always thought he was gorgeous. 
and we met at the elevator. I know this sounds so cliche, but um, we had some furniture in the hallway. Okay. And it was the exact same furniture I had just ordered for my home. So funny. And I said that to I said, oh my God, I'm getting the exact same couch. I said, oh my God. And he's like, oh yeah. He said, well, you can come in and see it. I said, okay, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. So I went in to watch his furniture and we're asking each other questions. Okay. So we've gone out a few times. Okay. Different, you know. We'll see. So more the friend vibe than the romantic. Yeah, friend vibe. You need to be careful about dating somebody on your floor because if it doesn't I, work out, you got to see know. him at that later. <laughs> Girl, so it didn't. We didn't date. Date. We went yeah. out a couple of times. Yeah, and then I think we both kind of felt like, yeah, this is not right. So we're still friends now. Okay, good. So the new one that I met. He's not on my floor though. Okay. Very cute. Did you meet him in the elevator or in the lobby? How'd you meet him? In the parking garage. I almost said that. So <laughs> was it the kind of thing where you're like, you know, how, who started talking to who? How'd it well, go down? We both pull in at the same time. I'm okay. back in. He's already backed in. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting my things together out of the car. Mm-hmm. He's already out of the car. This is the first time I really saw him, saw him. Because normally okay. you just rush and get to your car and do your thing. Sure. But I was like, wow, he's kind of cute. And mm-hmm. so anyway, um, I say, hey, hello, and we mm-hmm. walk in together. He holds the door open for me. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I saw you at homecoming. The oh, homecoming was at my college in Greensboro. I said, <laughs> really? He said, yeah, I started to say something to you. I said, why didn't you say something? He said, yeah, you just look like you were really busy. Uh-huh. I said, you were at my homecoming. He said, yeah. He said, y'all were really lit. I said, well, what was I? I wanted to say, what was I doing now? Was I doing something inappropriate? <laughs> So anyway, he was just saying, yeah, I, I remember seeing you at homecoming. I said, wow. I said, well, next time just say something and you see me out. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, I'll do that. He said, yeah. And so it was just that kind of like, I don't know what's next. And so I said, okay, well, gotta go. See ya. So that's it. <laughs> that's just, it? That was it. <laughs> I just felt like it was like gonna go somewhere, but he, yeah. he didn't push it. And I didn't either. I just said, oh, okay. Uh, okay. I know, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. He's cute though. But you paved right. the way. He paved it out. So if you ran into again, him again, would you yeah. take an action of some kind? I need to take action. Well, I'm saying, would you? I would say hello again. Uh-huh. For sure. Uh-huh. Hey, how are you? What's going on? I would try to start up a conversation. Okay. But um, you wouldn't like give him your number or say something no, like, you know, I just I don't know what his status is. I don't know if he has a girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah, don't that's know the whole thing. Him. That's the whole thing. Because right. you would think that if, I mean, at the bottom, at the end of the, you know, he would have asked you, I'm like thinking, oh, what do you have asked you when you, I mean, if he really was interested, he, he would have asked you like, period. Like, I'm it's like, an opportunity. Right. He, um, so unless he, he's a little shy. He might not be available later. That might be it. That might be it. Yeah. I think that might be it. Okay. All right. So I think what my experience has been the guys, you know, when they want to talk to you, they talk to you. Yeah. When they're interested, they're interested. That's right. You're saying like you re- never really have to say, does he like me? And if you have to ask that question, mm-hmm. probably is not that interesting. That is such an important thing for people to hear. Yeah. Because people think, well, what could I do to get them interested in me? It's mm-hmm. like nothing. Nothing. <laughs> he isn't. It's like when they want to talk to you, they mm-hmm. figure it out how to yes. talk to you, even if they have to go through somebody else. You're right. I mean, they, they he knows how to message. he knows Perfect. how to find you. He knows how to find you. You and know, anyone from this point on, I'm not going to chase a guy. That's. Did you ever chase a guy though? Um. Yeah. 
Okay. I remember one guy I did chase. Um, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. Because he, because he, I think he was flattered and he was probably used to women chasing him. Yeah. Attractive guy. Okay. But then the core of me was like, why am I doing this? Right. I think I just fell off and stopped talking to him and stopped calling. And mm-hmm. so did he. Because mm-hmm. I think they, I think ultimately, don't they want the chase? Don't they? You as the expert. When you're playing games, they do. But at the end of the day, so think about it this way, a secure man. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that men and women want to know that there's like an onion to peel, like finding out a lot more about somebody where nothing, not everything is said up front, but yeah. it gets a really, it, it unfolds. Yeah. But a secure man, from my experience, doesn't really want games played. He doesn't want her not returning phone calls or right. never being available. So a secure man, now an avoidant man, I think likes the chase and then he slows it down and turns around and walks the other way because they got, they got the person and that's sad. And then an anxious man, we know what that looks like. (laughs) It's not great. Oh my gosh. It's not great. So Uh -uh. he is trying to find a well-balanced man. Yeah. You got to find somebody who has a secure attachment style hundred percent. Yeah. So that's what, that's what you need. Yeah. And you know, the guy that didn't ask for your number, he could very well be secure and in a relationship. And he's like, okay, well, I'll acknowledge that I saw her, but I didn't go out of my way to talk to her because I've already got something going on. And that no, completely makes sense. What about online dating? Have you ever done that? I have. And I did Bumble. I okay. did um, Match. Gone okay. out on a couple of dates. Okay. And then the thing was so crazy. The very thing that I feared, which was, I don't want people to know me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like on- recognize you? Yeah, like that's yeah. not what I want. Yeah, that's what I got. Okay, so, they're like, oh, yeah. I know you. Mm-hmm. Right, and then they'd ask me questions about things that I said on the air. What? Mm. Do you really feel this way about men? I'm like, oh my god. So then I'm totally tur- turned off at that point. I don't want a fan though. Mm-mm. I'm not trying no. to sound obnoxious, but no, no, you don't want a fan. You want somebody. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um. Have you ever tried? Okay, so you were on match. Um, mm-hmm. Did you do professional photographs? Do you feel like you represented yourself where? Well, on the um, on the yeah. on the 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 pictures on yeah, on match and so. you had good like full length photos. Yeah, or is it just face shots? Mm-mm. Okay, you got you mm-hmm. had it all in there. Okay, a variety. All right, and you had a good bio. And then, do you feel like you did you take a lot of time to search for men, or were you just kind of waiting for men to come to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a part-time job. Seriously, it got it, to be it, too much. You know, people hire me for that. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they do. That's but what you I offer. And then you understand. It's I job. do. It I'm is sorry. a part-time I'm job. Sorry. I literally do that part, part-time for all of my clients. <laughs> now, what would you do? Like literally you set up my profile. Yeah. And then you pro- have the people who say they like me. Yeah. Um, what, here's what, here's what I do. Um, photo shoot, styling, photo shoot, um, select the photos with you, help you write your profile, get you online. We like to use match. And then we look through and find five men a week that we think would be good matches for you. All the while we're going through the people that like you delete, 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 block, block, block. And then the ones that look decent, I'll, I'll like back, it'll go into your matches. And then you and I get on a call every week on zoom and we go through it all together. I just, (laughs) my last podcast um, was all about that. Well, or by the time people are looking at this, it could have been two, 
two podcasts ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that I interviewed a woman that went through it all with me and she found her, her boyfriend her that way, because you have to keep pounding the pavement. It is a part-time job and oh, you do God. have to reach out to people sometimes. Cause a lot of I'm guys sure, are right? like, men will, here's the only difference between online dating, kind of your your attitude on if somebody wants to approach me, they will with online dating. It's a little bit different. It's okay for a woman to do the first outreach. I'm not a fan of like multiple outreaches, but if you like them and then send them a little message, it's Mm -hmm. their choice. It's Mm -hmm. in their court. And then they may or may not respond to you, but at least you've given it a shot because a lot of guys will sign up with high hopes and expectations, and then they'll get busy just like you do. Mm-hmm. And they just don't get on there. They don't get on their searching. And then maybe they're only responding to people that like them. So it's the same thing for everybody. Nobody wants to be doing it, but they know it's a means to an end period. Right. And that's right. Yeah. So I would encourage you to get back on match. Yeah, I would. And if you want, I can go through it with you. Yay. I definitely need help. I mean, it was fun. It was fun in the beginning, but then it becomes cumbersome because it's like, it does. And then, you know, I, I always like to run a background check. You know, you can do that with been verified or truth finder or whatever, just run a quick one, just, just to see it's not like a fail proof, but, but it's a little bit of information. Absolutely. And, you know, better safe than sorry. Right. And then, um, and then, you know, obviously you meet them in a public place. You never leave your drink, you know? just there's so much to it but basics that you you tend to ignore exactly and you know pretty quickly if it's somebody that you would want to pursue a relationship with you know generally you'll know within 20 minutes or five seconds you know I feel that way now I feel like so I did meet this guy Uh I really liked him okay how'd you meet him I met him on the job and I said well go get your cousin where is he he said okay she brings him back. He's this Adonis brother. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, anyway, he's like six three, tall, literally tall, dark, and handsome. Just uh-huh. the epitome of everything I want. Okay. Anyway, so long story short, um, we meet, and he's like, "How are you?" And we exchange numbers. Mm-hmm. He lived up north. He was in town to mm-hmm. buy a house. Okay. And so I was like, "Oh wow." So I'm going home to Greensboro the next day. And I'm like, he's like, I really want to take you out to dinner. We agree to go out to dinner. I get back from Greensboro on that Sunday. We go to a really nice dinner. Uh-huh. He's there. He's, he walks in. I'm like, oh my God. So anyway, we have a great conversation. It's like I've known him for 20 years. Oh. He meets, he sees another cousin of his because his cousin uh-huh. lived down here. Uh-huh. And so he's like, Let, let's go say hey to my cousin. So he grabs my hand. Nice. I, I know, right? And we walk over, introduce me, and so it so happens I know the cousin. We're talking, okay. uh, uh-huh. so it was a great, perfect night. Okay. I go to the restroom. He's sitting at the table. I was like, come back. And he's standing in the middle of the aisle, and I'm just like, is he gonna move out the way? And so then he kisses me passionately. What? He grabs the back of my neck and ever oh. gently. <laughs> oh, that was a moment. And I'm just like, did I just kiss him back? And all these people are here, bro. What? What? So he's like, I'll see you in a few. So then he goes to the restroom. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Was it too much too soon? Or do you think it was appropriate You're timing? Like, Hell no. I was fine with it. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I was so fine with it. I could uh-huh. see him. We had okay. a conversation. I liked right. about him. He okay. tired. He was moving here, buying a house. Uh-huh. He was the getting a getting a divorce. He told me he uh-huh. told me. All right. So that was a thing. 
So yeah. he told me that before we even went to dinner. He mentioned, he said, I said, so what's going on here? What's your story? He mm-hmm. said, well, I have a pending divorce. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't really the time to talk about it when we were out at the day party. So mm-hmm. I knew this would be the perfect time. And I said, mm-hmm. what, how pending? <laughs> how pending is it? Yeah. And so um, I guess he's in the process of getting, I don't know what that means. I just know you're still married. That's all yeah. I know. Period. So that was the issue. I was like, that yeah. was it. Okay, so you but cut yeah, it off at that. Sometimes we literally talk every day until he oh. moved here. He moved here like a week ago. We oh, every day from that was like two months of talking every day. Came here, I invited him here for a game, a football game. Mm-hmm. I felt comfortable with him. I'm like, he could stay in the second bedroom. Okay. Came, stayed in the second bedroom. I was like, hey, none of that's gonna happen. Okay. We're both cool with it. Okay. And um, I had a phenomenal time. Again, seemed as if I had met him 20, and I've known him for 20 years. Okay. And I think I made the mistake. Uh. And then it changed. It changed. Mm. Really changed. Oh, damn it. So that still speaks to, and I, I think whether that happened or not, mm. that's still who you are, though. That's what you do. Right? I don't know if that meant, does it really make a difference? Now he's saying, okay, well, now I can't treat you the same because I don't have respect for you? Is that what it is? What happens? So just because you have some kind of sexual encounter with somebody doesn't mean everything needs to happen. Did he stop calling you and stop communicating? Well, or no, what happened? not immediately. Okay. Not immediately. I did notice small changes. Mm. I noticed small changes mm. like um, not calling when you say you're going to call. Like mm. before you were like on it. Like boom, mm. boom, boom. And then I called him out on it. I'm like, listen, is this the after sex effect? Yeah. And he said, no, absolutely not. And then he went on to apologize and explain. I had 30 years of my life in the city and I'm now mm-hmm. moving and I won't see my kids as often, even though they're grown, but he right. communicates and stays in contact with his kids on a regular basis. Right. So he felt, he said, I'm just really trying to get a grip on my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean to ignore you but it's different. I'm just, I have to get myself together. And I was like, okay, let me give him a little grace. Cause it made sense <laughs> until it didn't. Yeah. So now I'm like, this is just not a good time. Let's just not, let's just not do anything. Yeah. So that's what I decided. So yeah, this is not gonna work for me. Ugh, it's a bummer. Know, and that's, it's, it's, it goes back to, I'm not, a, I'm just not a fan of people dating, you know, separated people period because they're still I, in flux you feel you're still uh, in, even they're, though they're, over. they're still married they haven't gone through all of the, the stages yet yes so and then all of a sudden he probably felt like oh i'm about to get you know serious with somebody i'm i'm not even divorced yet and right. they just shut down or he's being an avoidant he got what he wanted and now he's on his way so it's actions oh, really at this age do people still do that though do yeah, people, people still do that People do do that. <laughs> That's what's so shocking to me. I'm like, yeah, you never outgrow it, I guess. No, and it's okay. Like you just you needed to you needed to hear you need to learn it you need to learn it one more time. It's all right. It's okay. Next time, no, it's all right. Um, oh my god, I feel like we could talk forever, but um, I know I know we gotta go. Let's we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, you, I know that you have some, a special charity that your girl talk foundation that you you created. So I'm going to put that link in the show notes. If people want to learn more about it and give, that would be phenomenal. It's for character building programs for developing girls, ages Mm -hmm. 11 to 16 16 year olds. 
Okay. Self-awareness, self-management and social competence. I love that. I'm going to look that up myself. That's awesome. Okay, cool. And where can people find you? Socials, you're everywhere. Yeah. At Janine Davis or JD Diva. Okay. JD Diva and online jdjaninedavis.com. Perfect. Awesome. Janine, it is really, it has been a a pleasure seeing and talking to you again. And thank you. And I miss you. And, um, let me know when you want to go over your your uh, match profile. Absolutely. We could do it. Later, for sure. Okay. Thanks for listening to Love on the Go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.